Unstoppable Moms is not just about our physical health. I strongly believe mental and emotional well-being is just as important. But oftentimes in the priority of motherhood, we put ourselves on the back burner and sometimes we eventually forget who we are entirely. A lot of moms experience moments of feeling disconnect, either to themselves, their kids, life around them, or all of the above. We wake up and realize the woman we used to be before kids is difficult to find. Ellie Star Smith is a mother to two toddlers who went through these feelings of not knowing who she was, resentment, and unhappiness. But instead of accepting those emotions and belief that this was life and motherhood, she took the steps to reshift what being a mom means to her and her entire concept of motherhood to find peace, energy, and health in multiple facets. If you've ever felt lost in motherhood, this conversation with Ellie is one you need to stick around for. She's not afraid to ask the questions that we need to answer in order to come to realizations about our feelings and begin to create our own version of what she calls a motherhood manifesto. Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself, not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being here today. It is so wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I really appreciate it as well. Can you start off? Let's just start off. um, Can you tell the audience a little bit about who you are, what you do, and really your journey of what brought you there? Absolutely. So um, I have two kids. uh, Well, she just turned three (laughs) and a four-year-old, two toddlers, And, um, I live in like South Georgia, like as far South as you could possibly get before you get to Florida. (laughs) Like you could practically throw a rock and you'd be in Florida. And I actually, I've been here for about two years. I moved here, um, just kind of, we had gotten to a point in our lives where we needed to make a change. And I'm from Boulder, Colorado originally. And it's, um, Boulder is really expensive. (laughs) So we had to move down here. And with this move, I was really able to focus a lot more on um, just becoming a bit more involved in this business that I have now of coaching moms. Um, My, the reason I had gotten here actually was that I was back in Colorado when I, prior to having my firstborn, like I said, who's now four, uh, I was a um, on my way up in this really high-end health club trying to make my way into being a sales director. And about the same time that I had my son, I actually got promoted to that role. And I, I've just been this like career woman. Like I've always really striven. Str- 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 oh my gosh, what's the word? <laughs> I've strived. Sorry. <laughs> I've Who knows? Strived. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's what, a, you know, we're, we, we have toddlers. This is what happens. Um, I have strived to be, you know, as, as um, successful as I possibly can. And I found myself kind of like with this little baby and then this new position that I had. And I really loved my position and I was so happy with it, but I was really kind of exhausted, um, you know, at that point. And I think looking back now, it was one of these like 
blissful, ignorant parts of my life where I was like, it's fine. Like I can do this. Like I'm a mom and I can have a career. And then a short six months later, after I had my, uh, my firstborn, I got pregnant with my second. And yeah, it was <laughs> a really wow. surprise wow. for us. Oh yes. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I was pregnant and I had her and I had been in this director role for quite some time. And I remember waking up one day and looking in the mirror and being like, I am so unhappy. I was very, very resentful towards everything in my life. I was resentful towards my job, which I loved, but I was really resentful toward it because I was working a bajillion hours a week and I was away from my kids a lot. And then I was also resentful really towards my kids. And I hate to say that, but like, I think a lot of moms find themselves in that place because I was really angry and resentful towards them that I couldn't be as committed to this career that I had been searching for and working towards for so many years. And so I really was kind of like in this very unhappy place and torn. And I had this kind of coming to Jesus moment where I was like, okay, like this is my life. Like I want to have a career and I want to be happy, but I also want to be deeply engaged with my kids. And so over the past, however many years, um, I have been working towards getting myself to a point where I kind of have like reshifted this concept of what it's like to be a mom and how I can be healthy for myself mentally, physically, in order to be um, there for them and connected to them and not be like an angry mom because I'm resentful that they exist because no mom wants to be that, but also be able to have the energy and the time in order to put into things that, that fill me and make me feel fulfilled. So that's, that's kind of what I do, why I do what I do. I now teach other moms who are, and even stay-at-home moms really, but any mom out there has this prior identity to who she is that she a lot of them just lose the connection to that and they wake up one day with the same realization that I did and they're like how the heck do I get that <laughs> like is it even or is it even possible to get that you know so that's just a little bit about me that's what I do now I, I teach moms how to do that I, I love that I love what you said about your prior identity because I feel yeah. I feel like that's something that I can connect to and that a lot of moms can connect to is because your identity does change so much when you become a mother. And sometimes you do have those feelings of like, am I even the same person anymore? So can you tell us for, for those moms who might be struggling with their identity or with feeling those feelings of resentment, either towards their career or towards their kids, how can they, how can we start taking the steps to solve that, to make it better in our lives, to find maybe, maybe find what we're searching for? That's the ultimate question, isn't it? <laughs> That's like the big question. Everyone's like, how do we even do this? Right. Let's just, you know what? Let's just ask you the big let's question. Let's just that ask it. <laughs> I love it. You know what? Let's dive in. I think that's fantastic. Um, Cause that's the big question that every mom is thinking, right? Everyone's like, well, how the heck do I do this? Cause I don't think even a lot of moms even know that that's the question. They have this, like this feeling, right? This like little voice in the back of their head that they're like, there's something missing there, but I don't know what it is. And I, I want to kind of address this first before I answer that question is that I think that a lot of the times we as women have this really deep instinct and we know what the question is, right? We know what we need to ask. I think we're just afraid to ask it because when we ask that question, that opens up this entire other world of, am I going to disappoint people? Am I going to, am I admitting that I'm not enough? And can I not do everything that I really thought that I could do? So I think that first off, it's allowing ourselves 
to ask that question, right? To be okay with the fact that we're like, I don't feel good about all this. I am resentful towards my kids because what mom wants to admit that. Um, and I, I do need to kind of get to that next point. So, so to, to get back to your question, you know, how do we, how do we get there? Um, I, I think it's, it's slightly different for everybody in like the exact process, which is kind of what I do, how I take people through that. But ultimately the big thing is, is to shift like big picture here is to shift what you believe the concept of motherhood is. And that's a little bit different for everybody, but generally speaking, when you ask a woman or a mom, like what she believes being a mom is and what motherhood is, everybody has some sort of an idea of what they think it should be. And it's typically uh, driven by and informed by the, the external world. Because let's be honest, right? <laughs> we go to the hospital, you know, hopefully every, you know, you make it there or you may do it in your car at home, <laughs> wherever it is. You pop this baby out or, or you, let's say you even adopt, right? All of a sudden you're at home and it's like, here you go. They send you home with this little child. Good luck. <laughs> There's no training for it. Wait, we have no, everything else that we do in our lives you have training for. And there's in some capacity a formula to get yourself there. And when it comes to kids, there's just not. And so we latch on to everything around us, you know, our, our, our own moms, right? If we were raised by them in a certain way, how we see our friends do it, our, you know, the expectation of our in-laws, right? A lot of us moms have mother-in-laws even that have a very high expectation of how their grandkids need to be raised. That is the number one thing that's informing what we do. And I think getting to the bottom of that and building a foundation of what we as women believe and what our own personal values are, that is where you can start to kind of reframe that. But getting, but you have to be able to connect back to, to those values. And this is kind of like the funny part is, is, if I may take it one step further, is that that identity that we have before being a mom is still there. Like everything that we believed and all of the values that we had prior to having kids is still there. We just don't believe that it is. We think that once we have kids, like our former woman just dies, like she just dies off and like we have to be this whole other person. But we don't. All of those values that we had prior can still apply. We just have to kind of reframe them. So I think that's kind of the first step. Yeah, I love that. And and just the idea of asking the deeper questions to yourself. And I, you know, I find that is in like health and fitness and creating a healthy lifestyle, which is what I work with women a lot on is you have to be able to ask yourself deeper questions and answer them honestly. And I think that's probably the same for the moms that you work with is that they have to be able to ask themselves, what are their values and what's important to them in motherhood? Instead of, like you said, just latching on to everything that is around us and trying to fulfill everyone's expectations of us, we really have to hone in on what is important to us as, as moms and, and how do we want to raise our kids? Now, before you've mentioned a, um, a motherhood manifesto, so can you kind of explain what that is? And like, maybe, I don't know, perhaps you can share an example of one with us. Yeah, I can. Absolutely. So <clears throat> this actually is ties perfectly into what we have. And actually, I know that you do a lot of the, the kind of health and fitness stuff. And so really you can take this strategy in any area of your life. So even for you and the people that you work with, like this could be something that they could do too. Um, ultimately, so a manifesto, I don't know if it, people have heard the word, right? If you were to go to someone and be like, do you know what a manifesto is? They're like, oh yeah, totally. Be like, okay, tell me what it is. And they're like, 
I don't think I could. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But like, I kind of know what it is, right? So a manifesto for all intents and purposes is a uh, statement of values or beliefs is, is what it is. And it's, it sounds a lot more kind of concrete than it is, but it's actually a, oftentimes it's a working document that is, um, that can change and shift over time depending on what the manifesto is about. So, um, this is one of my favorites. I have this huge yoga background, so you might be able to connect to this too. So an example of a manifesto, you know, Lululemon, right? The company mm-hmm. Lululemon. Of yeah. course. So their bag, if you were to look at their bag or their, their, their logo, not their logo, not the Lululemon thing, but all of their art, they have all the different like designs and everything like that. They have things that, um, uh, just different, it's different statements. Like we believe in, you know, health and wellness and we believe in, it's just a variety of statements that stands for it connects to what that company or the person believes and so tying it back to a motherhood manifesto the reason i take a lot of my clients through this is because we ask ourselves just a couple of questions what do i believe what do i what do i want in the future like what is my goal what is my dream and what do i know to be true as of this moment so those are the three questions that we ask and as we kind of break it down from there my clients are able to create a foundation of statements and a uh, a foundation of beliefs and values really and connect to those that they can write down and then they can connect everything else in the rest of their life to that it's kind of like a sounding board to bounce everything that's coming at them in the world against like for example, if you have a friend or even someone's, you know, a mom even, right, coming to you and saying, this is what you need to do with your kids and this is how you need to be a mom, they can go back to that manifesto and say, okay, what are my true values and is this suggestion by so-and-so, does that ring true to what I believe? And if it does, great, go with it. And if it doesn't, and then you can say, sorry, that's not something that I need to do. And what that manifesto does is it helps clear the noise, right? It helps it helps clear the air of, I mean, everything that's coming at us as moms, as far as what we should or shouldn't be doing. That's such a great suggestion. I think that having that sounding board really just brings you back to your center and and allows you to kind of shut out all the noise because there is just, I feel like in every area of our life, there's just so much noise going on in the world. So, you know, for those of you listening, I think that you should challenge yourself and I'm definitely going to do this once, um, once, Ellen and I hop off, but I think you should challenge yourself to create your own manifesto. I mean, she just gave you the questions to answer. So answer those questions and then create your own and then just keep it in your back pocket and have it at your defense or at your reference at all times. Let's chat about when you feel disconnected with motherhood or you feel resentful in motherhood. And I'm not sure if you can relate to this on on a personal level from, from what you were saying before, when you were having, you know, that, the crazy career, but then also, you know, the demands of motherhood, how did that affect not just your relationship with your kids and, and your family and yourself, but the other areas of your life? Like, I don't know if it was incredibly stressful for you or was a little, maybe sleep was just not a thing that happened in your life or, and just areas that it might have spilled over. Yeah. I have been very fortunate my entire life. I've slept very, <laughs> very well. So I can't speak to that. All of you people out there that struggle with sleep. I, Oh I, my goodness. I respect Aren't you. you. Lucky? <laughs> I am, you know, I'm so sorry. I mean, I mean, all through even being pregnant. Um, I think right when the end of my pregnant, when I had like terrible hips, it was, it was hard, but that's one thing that I can't say, but that is, that's a blessing. And I'll, I'll thank God for that. 
Um, as far as everything else is concerned, it, it totally spills over into everything that you do. Um, I think that for me, when, when, you have, when you become a mom, right, we're talking about identity, right? We're talking about how that, that identity shifts and we think we're one person prior to them and then we wake up and we're like, no, I'm this whole other person. When we tell ourselves that, when we're like, okay, now I'm a mom and I need to be this other person, everything that we have in our lives that was prior to that, we start calling into question what that looks like. And that can go into your relationship with your husband or your partner, whoever, you know, is in your life. Um, it can go into your career. Um, it can even go into your relationship with your kids. Cause suddenly you're like, I don't know who I am. How am I supposed to relate to them? You know? I mean, when they're babies, maybe not that big of a deal, but as they get to be like, I have kids who are now three and four and like, they are smart cookies. Like they, they know, <laughs> right. They want to have a relationship with you and see who you are. So for me, you know, I was starting to call into question my value as far as how a good of an employee I was, you know, could I be a really good sales director and lead an entire team? I mean, I had a team of four or five people that we were, we were expected that the, the club that I worked in was one of the top clubs in the entire company. And not only were we one of the top clubs, but like they expected us to stay at the top, right? When you're at the top, you need to stay at the top or there's problems. And so I had all these people around me that were expecting me to lead this team. And I would go home at night and I would be like crying. Like literally I would go to bed every single night, just crying myself to sleep because I was exhausted. Maybe that's why I slept so well. <laughs> I, I was exhausted. I was not excited about getting up and waking up the next day because I knew what that looked like and going to work that whole, that whole time. And even thinking that like, I knew, I knew what I was, and I did know what I was doing from the outside in, we were successful. Like no one else could have seen that I was struggling this way, which is, I think like the big joke on moms, like no one sees that we struggle until it gets real bad because we just hide it. But that, that was the big thing for me is that I just started calling into question everything around me, everything. Like, was I going to get healthy again? Like I had always been really healthy. Could I actually even lead a team? I couldn't, I couldn't raise kids or like even keep myself under control. How could I even be successful at my job? So I think that was the biggest thing. How do you fit in now with this balance that you found? How do you fit in health and, and fitness? I know that yoga is a big part of your life. How do you fit that into your life? Because I know for me, I love fitness and working out and stuff and health, but it's still a struggle for me after becoming a mom. So so how do you find that balance? Because I think we can always learn new tips, new ideas, and just new inspiration. I think the first thing that I want to tell moms, and I'll actually, let me tell you where I was a couple of years ago. So I have been doing yoga for about 12 years. And the type of yoga I did was um, I did heated power yoga. Like that was my thing. And I actually had gotten, I had gone through a certification program prior to having kids and I have never been so strong in my entire life. Like I was strong. Like I was doing yoga every day for an hour plus and it was, I felt great. And then, you know, I got pregnant and you know, we all know what that does to our bodies. <laughs> um, and I've never been able to get back to that in that capacity again, because I don't have an hour every single day to go to the studio, take a class. I work full time. I have a business also. And and then I have two kids. So there was actually a period of time where I did nothing because in my mind, I was like, I either, I either have to do what I did before, 
or I'm not going to do it at all. Like there was no in between for me. And I'm kind of a person of extremes. Like that's kind of just part of my personality. So someone else may have a little easier time than that, but I could not wrap my brain around doing anything else because I didn't even know how that would connect to me. So for the mom who's out there that, that thinks that and feels that, I will tell you that like that is a dangerous place to be in because ultimately what I was doing was I was, I was making excuses for myself to stay unhealthy and miserable, ultimately. And it was my decision. I mean, I, now I'll tell you what I've gotten into now. I about in March when right, coronavirus and the pandemic like blew up, I made a decision to like, okay, if I'm going to do my life and my life during this pandemic, I'm going to have to do something. And so I committed to giving myself 15 minutes every single morning. I'm not a morning person for the record. Dislike the mornings. (laughs) I would much rather stay up at night. Um, But I committed, it was the only time of the day that I would be able, that I could find time in in my day to do anything for me. And so I committed to give myself, I started with 15 minutes, I was going to get up and I was going to just do some stretching and some meditation. In March, I was like, this isn't going to do anything. (laughs) Like it wasn't going to, it was going to make zero impact on my life because I wasn't going to do my yoga and everything. But I found a couple like online YouTube things of just some restorative yoga. And I was like, I'm just going to commit to this and see what happens. And I will tell you that after a couple of months of doing that, I did it five days a week. I didn't do it on the weekends. I just did it during the week. I suddenly woke up one day and I was like, this has made a bigger difference in my life than I ever could have imagined, ever could have imagined. And that was, that was it. So like, you just have to start somewhere. Like moms out there who are feeling like bloated and unhealthy and like, you have to start somewhere. You don't have to do this like giant diet where you completely overhaul your life. Like I I hope that you, hopefully you agree with this. You know, you don't have to do that right off the bat, but you have to start. Like you can't just continue to make excuses for yourself because you're not going to get anywhere. It's, It's the baby steps. And then you'll realize after you do that for a month or two, that then you can take on perhaps like this change in your eating habits, or you can take on, you know, whatever it is that you feel like you want to, you want to move into your life. And that, that's how we do it. I mean, moms have to do things in small little increments. We can't, we just don't have the time to commit and make these massive sweeps in our life. No, I, I absolutely 100% agree with that. That's what I'm all about is finding those small changes and just, just starting, just start somewhere, start small, because when you do those massive lifestyle overhauls, it's too much. Like it throws you way too far outside your comfort zone. And then we like, we freak ourselves out and we're like, no, no, no. And you know, it just, it ends up kind of backfiring, even though your intentions are good. It really is better to start small, just start somewhere. And, you know, I think that you being able to, first of all, like have that day where you woke up and and you looked in the mirror and you just realized that you were unhappy and to take those steps and make those changes. And then just the way that just listening to your story and seeing how your life keeps evolving and how you keep seeming to, to always be, I don't, I don't want to say like improving yeah. yourself, like, like that you're not good enough. Cause obviously you're wonderful, but you're always looking to, to yeah. grow. Yeah. I, I think that's just so wonderful. And, and it makes you such a strong person and someone that moms can look up to and see that it's okay to look at your life or look at one, even just one aspect of your life and realize that 
you want to make a change and changes are okay. And it's okay to not feel like if you find that motherhood is maybe a little bit overwhelming or a little bit resentful for you, it's okay to, to make steps and take steps and changes to find yourself again or find things that change the way you feel about that. I think that's wonderful. So before we, before we say goodbye, would you mind telling everybody um, where they can connect with you and where they can find you? I am actually shifting. I was a ton on Instagram and I'm still there a little bit, but I'm actually shifting a little bit more to, I'm going to be, I have a Facebook group that um, would be awesome if everybody came in and checked out. It's called uh, when moms rise. And so they can check that out. I'll send you the link so that you can put it in the show notes, but I'm also on Instagram and it's essentially at Ellie star Smith everywhere. Um, and then and it's spelled E-L-L-E-S-T-A-R-R. My name is spelled like weird. So if, <clears throat> I'll, I'll have to send it to you so people can check it out and on there. Um, and that's, so that, those are really the main two places that I'm at. And then I have a website as well. It's just ellystarsmith.com and people can come uh, see that as well. I mainly just do one-on-one coaching right now with women, but that Facebook group, I'm going to grow. I'm, my whole plan is to grow it and just offer lots of lives and coaching and stuff like that just for the community for women. So if they do need some like just small steps and some accountability, like that's exactly, that's exactly where they can go to check it out. Perfect. Okay. And again, you guys, we will link all of those in the show notes. So you can definitely find them there. Um, but that Facebook group is called when moms rise. So definitely be sure to check that out. Well, thank you so, so much Ellie for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you and talking to you was just fantastic. This is a pleasure for me as well. You have an awesome, awesome podcast. So, Oh, thank you so much. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thank you.